Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hi, Norm. When I was a kid, my school janitor got very sick. All the kids at my school were invited to visit our janitor at the hospital. The school used our own school buses to take the kids to the hospital. Everyone stood in a long line outside our janitor's hospital room and waited patiently for their turn to talk to him. Our school janitor was dying. When it was my time to visit with our sick janitor, I was walked to his hospital bed. While I stood next to the janitor's bed, the janitor told me that he had placed an old Coca-Cola bottle on the shelf in my locker. The janitor told me that the old Coke bottle was filled with his cum. He said I should pull out the rubber cork real slow if I wanted to drink the cum. He also said that on the bottom shelf of my locker was a plastic Tupperware container filled with used condoms. The janitor told me that he used the rubbers whenever he whacked off in the mop room. Norm, I have an audio clip of the janitor telling me these things. I'll play it now. You were my favorite student in the entire middle school. And as such, I've left you a few things. As you know, I have the master key to all lockers. Inside your locker, I've placed a Coke bottle. That old Coke bottle is filled with my cum. If you want to drink it, pull out the cork slowly, because I think the cum is fermented. Also, on the bottom shelf of your locker, you'll find a Tupperware container filled with a shitload of my used rubbers. I'd pull on the rubbers when I had a free moment where I wasn't polishing the floor or taking out trash, and I'd whack off in the mop room. They're all yours. Best of luck to you, kid. That is the end of the audio clip. When I opened up my school locker in the morning, I found the cum-filled Coke bottle sitting on the top shelf in my locker. I also found the Tupperware container. True to his word, the Tupperware container was chocked full of the janitor's cum-filled Magnum XL rubbers. Norm, I gotta go. All my friends call me cum panty. You can call me cum panty too. I have emailed you a photograph of the Coke bottle and Tupperware container. I thought you might like to share these images with your listeners. Please call me back when you can. I have left you many messages on your phone mate telephone answering machine. Bark goodbye to the nice man. Come on, bark. Bye. End of messages. He wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, absolutely-fucking-lootin'-free, Norm Augustinus. Pardon me, fuckstick. So I was really upset over something that happened over the break here <coughs> during the holidays. I really got upset, and that is, it has something to do with my ice fishing shanty, which I have set up now. It's gotten really cold up here in upper northern Michigan. It started to drop the temperatures dramatically, and we've had some snow, and we're already getting ice. As you may or may not know, I've built a small room 
out of plexiglass. It's a half inch or quarter inch, three eighths of an inch plexiglass. And I've built this entire room, six foot by six foot. It's four and a half feet deep. And I've placed it in the water and I've held it above the water so it doesn't sink, take water in, using floats. These little floats that you'd have for a boat. Little bumpers you'd have for a boat so the boat doesn't crash into something and cause damage or wreck the boat. And it's been floating above the water. Well, it's starting to freeze around my little enclosure, my little plexiglass room, six foot by six foot, four and a half feet deep. It's starting to freeze around it, which is great. Now, what's the point of the plexiglass room that I've made? This transparent room. Well, it's kind of romance. And once it sets, I slide my ice fishing shanty over this room. It's really cool. And there's a trap door in the floor of my ice fishing shanty. All you're going to do is lift the trap door, which is on hinges. When you're inside the shanty, when you open it up, you have a couple steps there, and you'll be down inside my transparent plexiglass room, which is submerged, which is underwater. There's no water in my room. It's like you're in a glass-bottom boat. All four sides are transparent, including the bottom of my transparent plexiglass room. Why did I make that? Why am I doing that? Because bitches love romance, man. I get more trim that you could ever fucking you could ever fucking imagine when I go ice fishing. Ice fishing draws bitches onto the ice. They love it. They love to go on top of ice. They're fascinated by the fucking scientificness of all these molecules slowing down and now you can walk on water. Gives them the ability to walk on water. That's sort of like Christ. They like this shit. It's magical. And they go out there they're looking for dick. They're out there, they know there's real men out there eating fucking tuna out of tuna cans. Real men out there eating beef jerky and shit, drinking beer, drinking whiskey, smoking dope. And they want some of that shit. I'm not like you. I don't go up to the corner dump that you live in in whatever burned out fucking town that you live in. And I don't go up to the same fucking bar, the pub, the nightclub, whatever it is, and try to re-fuck the same woman I fucked. I mean, that woman has been fucked by everybody in town. She's a townie looking for your dick, someone else's dick, dick and more dick, and on top of dick to the to the pie power. I don't want that same thing. I want new pussy. So I built this amazing ice fishing shanty. I go ice fishing every damn year. I live in the lake. And I fucking sit out there for months in this ice fishing shanty. I got fucking dope, booze, LSD, heroin. I got every fucking thing you can imagine. Porno magazines. I got fucking ink pens and paper. And I can draw all kinds of pictures of dicks. And all kinds of pictures of chicks' pussies and their tits. And chicks on all fours taking a big dick to the rump. Right up their fucking back door, their crapper. Sometimes when I'm drawing these pictures in my ice fishing shanty, I sing my famous, my famous and favorite song. You can use it. 18 inches in her crapper. Don't you look mighty dapper. I sing that shit while I'm in there drawing pictures. Cause I'm in my shanty, my domain, my home. It's fantastic. I got a mirror ball in there. I got a refrigerator in there. I got all kinds of stuff in there. A heater inside there. I got a stereo system and all my goddamn dope. I even got a pocket pussy. A trucker friend of mine gave me years and years ago. He's dead now. I don't know what happened to him, but I heard he's dead. He gave me a pocket pussy. He used to get a discount. The trucking company they worked for they would get discounts on pocket pussies from some company in China, some chink company. 
They would send them pocket pussies like for almost for fucking nothing. What's a pocket pussy? It's got a cable coming out of a cord, a power cord. You plug it into your accessory port in your dash, and it powers this lifelike pussy. The vagina starts undulating, it starts flapping shut, it makes all kinds of noise. Now, if you add this special oil to this fucking pussy, this pocket pussy, it'll make smoke. Smoke will come out the lips, the pussy hole of the pocket pussy. It's like the goddamn thing is so hot, it's salivating for your cock, your dick, your 18 inches. It's salivating. You put in the fucking pussy hole oil into the pussy hole, there's a little hole in it. And it starts fucking making this oil. Little smoke rings and shit comes out of the pussy hole between the artificial hair. It looks really real. I got a pocket pussy just like that in my ice fishing shanty. It's all ready to go. I got all kinds of shit in there. I have Chinese throwing stars. I practice all the time when I'm in the ice fishing shanty. I take the throwing stars. They're razor sharp. They're like fucking razor blades. I take the throwing stars. I got a cigar box filled with throwing stars. This high quality steel. And I got the cigar box in there. And I just sit in there waiting for a fish to catch a fish. And then as I'm waiting... I throw the Chinese throwing stars against the fucking wall, one after another. I've used the Chinese throwing stars. I've threatened bitches that I would do stuff to them with the Chinese throwing stars. I've tried to scare them. They go running out of the fucking house with their stiletto heels in the winter, and I've got Chinese throwing stars in both fucking hands, and I'm ready to take them out. Now, why do I do that? Excuse me. God damn it. I dropped my brass plate that I fucking bought. The guy told me Cher Bono once owned. It's a brass plate with an elephant on it. And I just dropped the goddamn thing. And it had all my weed, all my dope on it and shit. I just dropped it. I don't know if you heard that. But I chased chicks out the fucking room with my Chinese throwing stars with no fucking pants on and my big dangling fucking dong. My 15.5 pounds of dick. They're running in the goddamn... On the acreage, I live on 100 acres. They're running, and I have Chinese throwing stars, and you scare them. And once they're scared shitless, then you bang them out. I never forget you fucked them. I also have in my ch- in my fucking ice fishing shanty. I've got poison darts with quinine on the tips. This is no lie. I've traveled the fucking world, man. Of you, I've got fucking. Chi- I've got these quinine darts, these poison darts. They're blow darts. You put them in this tube, and then you blow, you exhale out like this. Do you hear that? And you're blowing on a Chinese, I mean, a a fucking blowgun dart out into the wall. It's got quinine or whatever that fucking chemical is on it, and I have those stuck in the goddamn wall. I practice with blow darts, blowgun darts. I learned it once from a guy who told me this is no shit. This was in the jungles when I was in fucking Nam for eight months, 18 months, two tours. And he told me that he was a descendant from a people that had invented the blowgun dart, the poison dart. And I learned it from him, and I shot one of the darts in his fucking neck while I was in a fucking Huey Bell 1 helicopter. And I shot him in the neck and then kicked him out the door 300 fucking feet. I mean, I got all kinds of skills like this. It's fucking nuts. And I sit in my ice fishing shanty. It's like a home away from home, away, away from home. This is the place to be. The beauty of it is, while I'm inside my ice fishing shanty, and I got all kinds of shit in there. I got jello gelatin in there filled with goddamn dope. I just pour the dope into the jello gelatin. 
I got fucking these chocolate ice cubes. They call them ice cubes. I inject that with fucking blotter acid so that when you eat them, you get wasted. You're gone. I've had all kinds of shit like that inside my ice fishing shanty. It's wonderful. I've told you that I've got this ice fishing shanty. I've really pimped it out. And this year, I've got the lower level of the fucking room ready to go. And the lower level is the basement. And why do I put a, why would I put a basement in an ice fishing shanty? Which has never been done before by anybody that I even know about. Nobody knows about a basement in an ice fishing shanty. You go in an ice fishing shanty. You go into the room, you close the door, there's a hole in the ice, you got your ice fishing rig, you got your minnows, you got your lures, your baits, whatever it is you're using, you got your lunch, you got your music, your porno magazines and shit like that, your pocket pussy, your fucking Chinese throwing darts, your fucking blowgun, you got all that shit, but you're inside there, and what are you doing? You're inside there. Now, all you got to do if you've got a bitch in there with me is pull up the hatch in the floor. And when you pull up the hatch, I've got my six by six foot room that's four and a half feet deep. And you can climb down the stairs and you can go into there. The bitches, chicks love it, man. They go in there. It's like they're in a glass bottom boat, like they're in a fucking Florida in some springs place, Silver Springs or whatever it is, where the mermaids are. They can look all over. They can see outboard engines on the floor of the fucking lake. They can see hooks. They can see lures. They can see all kinds of shit down there. And they can see your dick. Because you got your dick out. And she's there. She wants your dick. You want her pussy. That's what's going on. She sees your dick. And your dick looks bigger because all kinds of lights coming through the fucking plexiglass. And it's shining and bouncing off your fucking dick, your prong. She sees that. And she wants that goddamn dick. You understand? You got to understand that. I've had chicks take trial runs with us a couple of years ago when I was doing it push their pussy against it, against the plexiglass, and I've taken pictures externally. We weren't in the water yet. It wasn't in the water. And taken pictures of their pussy, and the pussy looks fucking massive. Big damn pussy. Looks like a deflated football that's been painted pink. That's how big the goddamn cunt looks to fish when they come near my fucking, my lower level underground fucking room below my ice fishing shanty. It's incredible in every way. I'm excited just telling you about it. However, there's kind of been a problem. There's been a slight snag with regards to my ice fishing shanty. Nothing that I can't handle. Nothing that I've never encountered before. It doesn't matter where you go, who you are, how you think, or whatever you're in, whatever territory you're in. There's always some killjoy who wants to take away your steam, who wants to kick you in the cunt, kick you in the asshole. You ever been kicked in the asshole? You've lost your breath. I've had that happen. You ever been kicked? Well, we'll talk about that another time. But I've had this happen where someone has come and tried to deflate my plans with regards to my lower level on my ice fishing shanty. Really kind of a basement, I guess, if you would call it. A basement, a transparent, clear cellar, a cellar below, C-E-L-L-A-R, a cellar below my ice fishing shanty. And it's it's just a fantastic, never done before idea. I got to place the room in the water before the ice freezes and it has to be at the level of the ice, even with the level of the ice, the top of the ice. And you put your shanty over it and you're all set. Now, the beauty of this is Michigan requires the DNR, the Department of Natural Resources, game wardens and all that. They require for your license, you have to put your name on the shanty. You have to put your name, you have to put your goddamn certificate, your little sticker and all that shit on the side of the shanty. Your name, your address, and your phone number, they want to know that. It's required by law. 
Now, when bitches see that they've, they know this, they think, I've heard of Norm Augustinus. I think he has a massive dick. When they see that name on there and they've just walked around the ice and it's just plain old names like John Holmes or fucking Todd and Rogers or Mark Anthony, whatever they see on there, they think that's nothing. And they see my name, fascinating, exciting, explosive, sparkly, hypnotic. When they see that, they stop and they want to start fucking. Why do they want to start fucking? Well, partially because the molecules in ice Though they are slowed down, and that's how you can walk on the water, it turns to ice. The molecules have slowed down thanks to the lower temperature. What happens is, is those molecules are still moving around, but in a different way, so much so different that a woman who has their receiving feet, their legs that go up their cunt, they can feel these fucking slow-moving molecules and they get horny, man. It's like a fucking little snake or something inside their cunt and it's moving around. It's not dangerous. It's moving around there. And they're getting turned the fuck on. Thanks to the molecules in the ice, they're getting turned on. The cold air rushing against their nipples. The cold air trying to crack open the zipper in their pants. It's trying to crack it open and get in there and get to that pussy. So they're turned on already. Then they see my name. They see my shanty. They've heard rumors about me. This shit isn't a joke, by the way. This isn't a stage play. This isn't a fucking performance, fuckstick. This is true shit that you could do, that you could change your life tomorrow. You could start getting truckloads of fucking pussy if you only put your fucking mind to work. If you took my tried and true secrets and you put them in your life, you get all kinds of pussy, man. You'd be playing stink finger every other fucking day. You'd be in there fucking with bars and bars of lava soap. It's like this soap for every dirty hands. Trying to get the odor of a pussy off your fingers because you're getting so much fucking pussy. And I mean, other than pussy, what else is there? You buy some electronics, it turns into junk in two fucking years. You buy some car, it turns into junk in four or five fucking years. But pussy keeps on coming. Even if she turns into an old bag of shit, she might have a kid and you can pump it. She doesn't have a kid, that may be into someone else. She knows some friend, some employee comes over to pick her up and drop her off at work. You can pump her. Because pussy keeps on coming. You can't stop pussy. It's like a fucking Mexican immigrant. It just keeps on fucking coming. Looking for what? Looking for theirs. Looking for, you know, what they got coming to them. They want theirs. So they got my fucking shanty. My plexiglass thing's all set. I've yet to pull the ice fishing shanty, which is made of plywood. It's deluxe. I got solar panels on it. I got a weather barometer on it. I got a shitload of all kinds of stuff on it. A refrigerator so packed with goddamn beer and other things, peppermint schnapps, beer, that it is a dream. I mean, you might go, you might turn homo if you were to come into my fucking shanty. You might go fruity thinking, I just want to be around Norm. I'm changing now. I just want this. This is so incredible. I haven't put the ice fishing shanty over my lower level plexiglass room that I've set in the ice. The ice is now setting. But as I said a minute ago, I've already had fucking a little bit of trouble. Let me play you something here. Now, I often record things. I often keep a recorder with me. I've always liked audio since I was a fucking kid. When I was a kid, I'd use cassette tapes, and I'd record shows from my mom and all kinds of adventures, and then I'd play the shit back to her with the cassette tapes. This is basically the same thing I do today as an adult. And I'm going to play you something now. 
I'm on the ice and you're going to hear snowmobiles on the ice. It's just starting to ice up where you can walk on it. It's, you shouldn't walk on it. It's only like an inch, an inch and a half thick because the temperatures have dropped so much here. And as I'm standing there, uh, DNR, Department of Natural Resources, a warden, they call them. They call them wardens, game wardens or wardens. He shows up with a snowmobile as I'm standing there surveying my shit, surveying my lower level room, fantasizing, imaginizing all the pussy that I'm going to be. I mean, I'm going to be under the ice where the real fucking fish is in her goddamn pants. I'm going to be under the ice in my plexiglass room, and I'm going to be down there fucking and sucking. I'm going to be 69ing. We're going to be scissoring action. Maybe she's going to bring her fucking twin sisters, maybe her mom. I don't really care. But I'm going to be scissoring and shit down there, getting pussy, truckloads of pussy, smoking dope, playing with nipples, playing with clitorises, driving my thumb into her asshole and into her cunt. And it's going to be endless shit. I'm thinking about this. Not a joke. I mean, I'm telling you the truth. It takes a it takes a big man to be able to say this shit publicly like I am to you. You put yourself kind of in a risky situation. So as I'm standing there, imaginizing, think of, thinking of all the pussy I'm going to get, all the trim I'm going to get, the beaver, and all the fucking times my cum cannoli will be jammed deep in a beaver in there, my cum cannoli, my Abraham Lincoln log splitter, that's what my cock is, it's so goddamn big, when I stick my cock in a chick's cunt, they risk being fucking split in half. That's why I call it the Abraham Lincoln log splitter, the Abraham Lincoln seam splitter. I call it that because when my dick goes in that woman's cunt, it doesn't matter that she's come here from thousands of years ago, evolved from Adam and Eve, and that's her family, and they kept coming and coming and coming. She could stop her evolution, her family's evolution on this planet, could stop right there because of my goddamn dick. I've split them right the fucking half. I've heard their pelvic bones come out of the joints, out of the sockets when I put my dick in their cunt, because I got an Abraham Lincoln log splitter, a, beam, a beaver buster, man. I just got it. I have that down there. 15.5 pounds a dick. It's not a joke. I have to tell this story every time. I was at my friend's house. He was a cocaine salesman. He had his coke, his coke scale out, a mechanical thing. And it was coke on the scale. And I said, can I weigh my dick on that scale? And I took my dick out. Now, always in my pants, I have to have a heavy-duty seam. Doesn't matter what pants I buy. I always take my fucking pants to Lou Han Wu's, that's a fucking laundromat where I live up here. Honest to God, there's one up here. And he puts on a steel fucking zipper. I can't have plastic zippers because my dong's too big. It'll blow the seal out. Blow the zipper out, my dong could pop out. I can't have that. Lou Han fucking puts on a whole new zipper because my dick is so big. I asked my friend, can I weigh my dick on your scale? He said, yeah, you can weigh your dick on my scale. And after I weighed it on the scale, said it was 15.5 pounds. It bottomed out. His sister, which was, she was really good looking, she came over and licked the residual coke off my cock and off my balls. And unfortunately, he did too, but he said it was just for business. It's not a fruity show. And she licked my cock and balls and got all the, all the fucking coke off. I just can't forget that scene. I remember looking down at that thinking, God, I hope this isn't the biggest moment of my life and I didn't even realize it or recognize it. And it's going to be gone someday. It was 15.5 pounds. So 
I'm going to play a recording because I always carry some type of digital recorder with me. And this game warden showed up while I'm standing at my fucking, my place where my ice fishing shanty is going to go. While I'm surveying my six foot by six foot room, four and a half feet deep, all made of plexiglass. It took me two weeks to make this fucking thing. I've set it into the ice. It's setting nicely. And then I'm going to put the shanty over it. And when I get some bitch in there, someone may be leaving like you. I'll say to her, do you want to go to the basement and fuck? And she'll say, what basement? You're so silly, Norman. There's no basement. You're in a shanty. And I'll say, oh, yes, there is. When I pull open that door and she sees the mirror ball and she hears fucking all kinds of music, like Casey and the Sunshine Band, that kind of shit, Boogeyman, and she sees that coming up from the fucking open hatch, she's going to climb down there and think, this dude, this fucking guy is different. He's not like any other man I've ever been with. I want to fuck and suck until I have a brain aneurysm, till my heart stops, till I possibly die. Nothing else fucking matters. I've had women go there. They've got all kinds of bills, 50, 80 grand. They own charge card bills. They're buying fucking thermoses for $350 at Target. I've had all kinds of goddamn women. That doesn't matter to them anymore. When they're with me and my prize fighter in my fucking pants. I'm going to play this for you. I've set the scene, I think. And what's the scene? I'm standing where my six foot by six foot plexiglass room is. It's three eighths thick. That's how thick the plexiglass is. I glue all the panels together with special glue. I've set my room in the ice. It's the basement on my ice fishing shanty. And this fucking warden shows up on a snowmobile. Let me play this for you now, fuckstick. I hope you can, I hope it's not going to be too loud. Let me, let me bring down the volume a little bit. I think that's a problem I have doing this. Here we go. What am I looking at? It's the plexiglass room, Lord. I made it myself. Took two weeks. What is its purpose? Its purpose, sir. It's the lower level of my fishing shanty. A basement? Yeah. Guess it's kind of basement. Don't look at it that way, but not, not an actual basement. When the ice freezes, I'll slide my ice fishing shanty over it. It's that simple. For what reason? For the reason, sir, is when I'm inside my shanty with my bitch, I'll open the floor and actually both of us will crawl down into my beautiful transparent lower level and we'll get it on. You know, do it. Romance. Get it on. Yeah, romance, warden. Screw. Make love. You ever done it? Sound like a rule. Blue tarp. What's under the blue tarp? The blue tarp is a sex machine. Under the blue tarp. Got it from Sex Taiwan. dungeons are not allowed to yeah, be no. below ice fishing. No, you're not going to say that to me. I'm not a sex dungeon, warden. You're not going to put that shit on me. You do understand that families come here to ice fish. Yeah, I understand families come here to ice fish, yeah, warden. Families. 24 hours to dismantle the sex dungeon. 24 hours? Jeez. I'm not dismantling. You're out of your fucking gourd, dude. Okay, now there you had it. There was the killjoy that I'm talking about that showed up. I hope you could hear that clearly. I recorded it on the ice. All kinds of snowmobiles going by. All kinds of people on the ice. You can hear other voices even in it. But it was really upsetting that some fuck, some jealous prick, had the audacity to report me to the Department of Natural Resources in Michigan and say that I was building a structure. This is what he went on to say. I'm building a structure under the ice and it's not allowed. He came and he talked about other stuff. Another one showed up after. I did not have my recorder with me. But they were talking about all kinds of statutes and other things that are written in the Michigan law that says you can't build on the ice 
You can't make a structure on the ice. Well, it didn't make the structure on the ice. The structure's below the ice, and it's made of plexiglass. It said any kind of wood structure, metal. It didn't say anything about plexiglass whatsoever. So then for him to show up like that, it was really kind of strange, which put me under the radar. I don't want to be under the radar any, in any way. He says that I have 24 hours to remove the, the my structure. My sex dungeon is what the ranger said, the, the warden, that I had created a sex dungeon under the shanty, and sex dungeons are not allowed to be under shanties, ice fishing shanties. It's not a sex dungeon. Like I said, it's for fucking American bitches, imbecilic American bitches, and some of them you can't get and you can't jam your rod up their stink star unless you push the idea of romance. You have to push constant fucking romance, and that's what I'm I'm doing with the bottom lower level in my ice fishing shanty. Said you're gonna find me in 24 hours if I didn't remove it. Well, I didn't remove it at all. I didn't remove the lower level, and. And have no intention to remove the low level. The fact that he said that families fish on the ice. What, families don't fuck? The kids with them have been fucking for three years. They don't fuck? Families? He's trying to put the family angle on me. He's trying to tell me it's a sex dungeon. It's nothing at all like that. In any other fucking world, Popular Mechanics, some other fucking magazine, whatever it is, they'd feature me on the cover for an amazing lower level basement on an ice fishing shanty. This fucking thing, as usual, the corporate people get involved with ice fishing, and it screws the whole goddamn thing up. He says it's a sex dungeon. It's not a sex dungeon. I don't have 24 hours to remove it, and I didn't remove it. What I did do, because the ice kept getting thicker and thicker, I I didn't care about the 24 hours. I waited the next day. It got even colder, and it continues to get colder. The ice got thicker, and I had a friend of mine who's got this international fucking tractor. She's a girl once that we once 69 each other, and she took her tractor and her chains, and I have skis under my ice fishing shanty because it's made of wood, and she pulled the ice fishing shanty onto the ice for me, and I put the ice fishing shanty over my lower-level transparent plexiglass room, it's for romance, for fucking and all that shit. That just blows women women right out of way out of their mind. They can't believe something like that. Compared to somebody like you, I'm like a fucking god. I mean, you got your fucking ranch, your brick ranch, your fucking aluminum-sided ranch, your vinyl-sided fucking ranch, your garage doors, your proud of your garage door openers, and your doghouse, and your dog. That's all great and shit. Your basement, you got down there, you fucking put in a drop ceiling or some shit like that. That's all great and stuff, but... How does that compare to having a lower level, a basement level in an ice fishing shanty where there shouldn't be one, where there's never been one ever? It can't compare. I mean, it can't compare. There's no fucking comparison between myself and you. Yeah, there's benefits to you. Someday some chick will get you. You'll get older. She'll get you. She'll, she'll think you look really good. She'll cling on to you. She'll become part of your house. Fucking title. She'll, you're going to look good to her then. You're in good shape then for all that shit, that sneaky stuff. Well, the fucking guy comes up to me. He sounds like a goddamn robot with his green uniform on, his badge on, and his fucking pull-down hat. He's got a pull-down hat with goes over the ears and looks like something in Canada and fur across the front. And across the fur in the front, there's a badge. But to say the things he said to me was hurtful. Have you ever felt hurt? I mean, I can be hurt. I have fucking feelings, and I was hurt. Somebody, some jealous fucker, who's going to put some junky-ass 
ice fishing shanty on the ice out there, some jealous fucker was jealous at what I was doing. Because now the bitch that's with him is going to want to suck me off. She's going to want to play with my balls. I'm going to be in the fucking shanty popping a rod. She doesn't want to be with him, and that bothers him. He thinks, this is way out of my league. I can't get pussy like Norm can. I don't have the ideas like Norm can. I can't get pussy. I might be out here, the person might be out there, and they're inside of an ice fishing shanty made of fucking nylon. These cheap-ass ice fishing shanties, they're pop-up ice fishing shanties made of nylon, and you put them on the ice and you freeze your ass off, you're sitting on the ice, and you got your hole in the fucking thing, you got nylon tent over your head. That's not an ice fishing shanty. An ice fishing shanty is what I create. Wooden structure with insulation with actual drywall, with fucking uh, uh, actual heater, propane-powered heater that vents to the outside, weather station, refrigerator, all kinds of goddamn dope, Chinese throwing stars, a blowgun that I practice with on the fucking wall. I even have a goddamn German Luger in there that I frequently shoot into the ice. Nobody can hear it. The explosion, the sound, comes out the end of the barrel. If you aim the end of the barrel into the hole cut into the ice, and there's the water inside the hole, all you got to do is put the Luger barrel, the end of the barrel, in the water, and when you pull the trigger, nobody hears a goddamn thing. The entire explosion of the gunpowder and all that going off is taken in, is absorbed by the water. It's silenced by the water, natural soundproofing. And I frequently do that. See, a big pike goes by. He's 18 inches long. He's 36 inches long. Maybe he's 42 inches long. That's what Pike used to be, Northern Pike. He's that fucking big. And I say to myself, man, this guy's got skill. He's fucking seasoned. He's an old salty dog. He knows how to work this water. He doesn't get caught ice fishing during ice fishing seasons. So I put the German Luger into the fucking water and I submerge the barrel about a half inch to an inch. And when he gets right over my fucking hole, I blow his goddamn brains out. The pike doesn't know what hit him. He starts writhing about in pain. His brains are blown out. And then he slowly starts to float up. And what do I do? I grab him. I got a 42-inch northern pike that nobody could ever catch because they're out there with standard fucking little tiny ice fishing rigs and little tiny hooks and little jigs and baits and fucking mealworms and minnows. Hey, they're used to that shit. They're wise to that. They're not wise. They don't understand a guy holding the German Luger in the fucking hole and blowing him away. I do that all the time. They don't hear anything like that. I mean, I got an entire fucking just a, a battery of things inside my ice fishing shanty. The imaginations, the pictures. The, I've got hand-carved wooden ducks in there. It's absolutely incredible. Wooden ducks, all kinds of compasses. I've got a fucking ham radio in there. I have, I'm a licensed ham radio operator of the federal government. I've got all this shit in there, and my mind is just expanding. It's exploding. It's growing at unbelievable exponential rates. It just doesn't stop because I am not governed by something externally like you might be. You're in a job situation. You're completely clamped in. You're governed. There's all kinds of boundaries around you. If you could see the wires, if you could somehow illuminate what's really going on, you'd see fucking chains on your arms and your goddamn legs. You'd see shit wrapped to your jaw that wouldn't allow you to say the things you want to say. They don't see them, but they're really fucking there. But in my ice fishing shanty, 
I'm bloody free, man. I'm fucking gobsmacked with the amount of freedom I have. And freedom in that kind of mind plus pussy equals what? It equals a lot of fucking pussy. It equals truckloads of pussy for your goddamn correspondent. Yes, I know all the shit you could say. You'd say, well, Norm, there's more to life than pussy. I agree with that. But it's a condiment. It's like you're putting salt and pepper on your meal. That's what pussy is. It's just a condiment to help you through, to oil you through the fucking tight valleys that twist the turns that life may fucking throw you. And I'm in there seasoning away, getting pussy after pussy after pussy. Well, the fucking guy says that uh, with all his questions, it was kind of embarrassing, too, to call it a sex dungeon when I tell him when he asked me what it is. I told him it was for romance. I didn't say nothing about sex dungeon. And he took little notes in his little pad, and he said he'd be back in 24 hours if I didn't remove my lower level, my basement level, my romance room from my ice fishing shanty. He never showed up. He didn't come back in 24 hours. It got colder, and I had this woman that I knew that we want, I once porked once. She has a fucking tractor, and she's helped me with a shanty before by attaching chains to it and pulling it out onto the ice, and I've got these little sleds on it that I take off on the bottom of the ice fishing shanty. They're not permanently mounted. You can get them slid off. There's a little clamp once I slide it under that holds it together and holds it onto the shanty. She's helped me drive that out there, and I put it over the hole. Now, there's been no sign of the fucking ranger, of the warden, whatsoever. I don't know if he doesn't know where the ice was. I didn't actually give him my ID. It was just a quick perusal, question and answer, a kind of a indistinct or an indirect order to remove it. But I got my shanty on it now, but it's still not not thick enough on the ice for me to be out there fully, say, with a couple bitches and putting that kind of pressure on the ice. When you're fucking, this is no lie. When you're fucking, when I fucked a woman, I read this once, they said that Mike Tyson's punch is like 2.2 tons up to like 6 feet or 4 feet. That's how much impact the punch is. It's the same thing with me. When I'm fucking, I'm putting 2 tons of impact on that pussy at tight range. And that kind of downward motion, if I'm in there fucking, say she's laying down, could crack the ice, could cause the shanty to come the fuck apart. So I want the ice thicker so when I start all the fucking when I get out there. Now these recordings, they help. Because I have to tell you, because when bitches hear these fucking recordings up here in upper northern Michigan, and they zero in on me because they want me, they want to capture me, they want to encircle me, they want to entwine me in whatever it is that they can control and keep me, they want a man like me around, and they listen for these recordings. And when they hear these recordings, when they hear the shanties up, when they hear about my lower level, all the dope and all this other shit, my German Luger, they're going to show up in goddamn droves. Honest to God, unlike you, I, I feel sorry for you because of how little you live, but I do hope that some of this shit has helped you, protected you, and guided you through, made your life a little bit fucking easier. So, all the questions he asked, the sex dungeon one hurt the most. I kept thinking and hearing sex dungeon. I'm in my fucking bed. I got my dick out, my hands on my dick. I'm getting ready to use my dick in the way that it was meant to be used to empty out the cum that's in my bag. I want to keep fresh cum in there because chicks like fresh shit. They want fresh fucking Starbucks drinks from Target. They want fresh shit, same as your cum. 
Empty that cum out, get some fresh cum in there, and you'll draw in another chick. She'll want to come back to you twice as bad, twice as fast. And I'm in there beating my meat, and I'm injecting saline solution with all kinds of glitter that's in the salt water. I take a syringe. I drop salt water. In the salt water, I put glitter, gold, red glitter, silver glitter, and I inject this glitter into my ball sack, and then I whack off. When I whack off, the glitter comes out, and it's in the semen. It's in the medium. What do they call that? Sper- Let's see. Sperm's the living thing. The medium is a semen. It's in the medium, and it just it's all glittery and shit. No woman's ever seen that. No woman ever experiences that. They want shit like that. They pretend you're really something because you probably got a house or something they want or bank account or funds or fucking retirement account. They want that so they'll just forego the other shit. But they, what they really want is me. I can't tell you the expressive joy that I've seen in bitches' faces when I've blown my load onto their face. It's just massive fucking load, like two fistfuls of cum, and in that cum is gold glitter, red glitter, silver glitter. I had all kinds of fun during the holidays with red and silver and gold and all that because of uh, Christmas lights and Christmas decorations, Christmas bulbs on trees. And this big load's on their face or it's coming off their tits and dripping off their tits, dripping off their nipples. And it's just glitter mixed in with cum. You know what they say? What do you think you'd say? You'd say, I've never seen nothing like this. No man's ever done nothing like this to me. I can't believe it. Now, if I take them up the rear, if I take them up the rump, and I got my dick deep in their stink star, deep in their brown eye, say I blow my load into there with the glitter in my bag. Now, when they go number two, which everybody has to do, I guess, when they go number two, they look into the toilet, and there is a memory of Norm Augustinus. I was there. They can see this. There's the memory of me. Why is that? Because their their fecal matter, their log, is infused with the glitter that was in my cum. And the gold glitter travels through their shit in different ways and in such a way that it looks like a vein out west that somebody was mining for gold. It looks like a gold vein that they were mining for out west. That's what their turd looks like, their shit looks like. And every woman wants to mine for gold. Every woman dreams of finding a vein of gold. And there it is in their shit. And I pumped it into that up their crapper. Now, no way are these meant to be disrespectful. I don't have time to talk technical and shit in this. That wouldn't draw anybody in. This fucking recording gets a hundred thousand downloads or more every goddamn time I put one up. I don't have time to play around or finesse fucking words. I'm not going to. Supposedly, we live in America where you can say things. Supposedly, they encourage and tell you how goddamn unique you are. You're unique. You can be your own person. You can do... But the truth is, that's not true at all. They tell you that, but it's not true. None of it's true. What's true is, you're listening to unique. You're listening to an original. And you should grasp onto me, and you should fucking shower me fucking liberally with gigantic funds and accounts and money and fucking, you should just liberally douse me with it all the time to keep me going, keep my recording going. Normaugustinus.com. Head over there now, give to you fucking, you're financially hurting in such a way that you might, couldn't even make it. But that's what I do with my glitter. I'm in there thinking about this fucking guy saying I was building a dungeon, injecting my ball sack with cum. Now, I can't, it doesn't hurt you. I've done all kinds of shit. 
I once had a drug, honest to God, it was like quinine or quinine or quinine. I don't, I can't remember what it is that these people in the jungles used on the tip of an arrow and they'd knock people out. I once had a chemical like that that an Indian friend gave me, honest to God, and I injected that into my ball sack. And when I came in her ass or in her cunt, she just froze for fucking about 18 minutes. She just froze. My cum was 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 mixed with this fucking knockout solution, knockout solution, and she was gone. Her eyes rolled back. She looked like Linda Blair in a fucking Exorcist. Her eyes rolled back. Her legs were frozen, actually off the bed. The kneecaps were pulled back near her ears. Her eyes were rolled back, and I'd blown my load into her that was fucking mixed. That was mickeyed with, as they say, a mickey a knockout. It wasn't a knockout drop. It was something from a fucking Indian that he gave me this shit that would knock people out and freeze them in this position for a few minutes. I mean, I tried all kinds of stuff like that. And I was thinking about what the fucking warden said to me. We don't allow sex dungeons under ice fishing shanties. You don't? How do you not allow sex dungeons under an ice fishing shanty? Is it written somewhere? Is it in the rules? Is it in the statutes? Is it in the different laws in the state of Michigan? How do you, does it say that? We do not allow plexiglass fucking rooms, dungeons, sex dungeons, under an ice fishing shanty in the state of Michigan. I guarantee it doesn't stay say that. He didn't have a right to say anything like that to me. But he thought he was a little bit jealous. He thought, look at this good-looking guy. Then he looked a little bit further down. He saw what looked like a fucking basketball in my pants. He looked down, he saw that, and he got very fucking jealous. And he thought, this guy's going to be fucking and sucking in a nice fishing shanty, and I'm going to be driving around in an old goddamn snow machine with a blue broken down light on it up and down this fucking lake the whole goddamn winter and getting nothing. He thought about that, and it bothered him. There's no statute like that. There's nothing like that. Your correspondent, Norm Augustinus, has successfully built the first fucking lower level on an ice fishing shanty in the world. If you were a chick and I knew you and you wanted to come here, I'd let you come in here. You could crawl down there, and as you're crawling down the stairs going into the lower level, I'll eat out your cunt. Just take your legs like fucking chicken legs, whatever. I'll eat your cunt out. I'll bang you from the rear. You'll fucking be so overcome, so weak. When I let you go, you'll just drop to the fucking bottom of my lower level ice fishing shanty down the stairs and you'll be laying there exhausted from what's happened to your sexual fucking, these organs. That's all they are, is organs. What are organs? Organs are meant to be played. You know that. They're meant to be played. But I was injecting this shit into my balls, thinking about all the stuff that went down in that recording. Now let me, I'll play it one more time in case you couldn't get it. Let me lower the level on this recorder. Now, this is the recorder I used. It's not a great recorder, but let me see if how this plays. Here we go. I'm going to play it one more time. This is the fucking warden pulling up. They call them wardens, game wardens, and you're supposed to address him as a warden or officer. This is him pulling up on a snowmobile. There's a lot of snowmobiles in the background. I'm sitting there surveying the situation, and I'm thinking about all the pussy, and then this killjoy comes up and lays this shit on me. Let me play it now. Fuck stick. Here we go. There's a snowmobile. What am I looking at? It's the plexiglass room, Lord. I made it myself. Took two weeks. What is its purpose? Its purpose, sir. It's the lower level of my specific shanty. A basement? Yeah. 
guess it's kind of basement. Don't look at it that way, but not, not an actual basement. When the ice freezes, uh, slide my fishing shanty over it. It's that simple. For what reason? For the reason, sir, is when I'm inside my shanty with my bitch, I'll open the floor hatch, and both of us will crawl down into my beautiful transparent lower level, and we'll get it on. You know, do it. Romance. Me. Get it on. Yeah, romance, warden. Screw. Make love. You ever done it? Sound like a rope. The blue tarp. What's under the blue tarp? The blue tarp is a sex machine. Under the blue tarp. Uh, Got it from Sex Taiwan. dungeons are not allowed to yeah, be installed no. below ice fishing. No, you're not going to say that to me. I'm not a sex dungeon, warden. You're not going to put that shit on me. You do understand that families come here to ice fish. Yeah, I understand families come here to ice fish, Chef Warden. Families. 24 hours to dismantle the sex dungeon. 24 hours? I'm not dismantling. You're out of your fucking gourd, dude. Okay. Now that's. The, uh, the other thing I should address is he talked about my sex machine. Now, I had to put a sex machine into the fucking lower-level room because I will not be able to fit the sex machine into the lower-level room once the shanty is over the top of my lower-level room. I can't get the fucking sex machine in. So I bought a sex machine, I put it in the lower level, and then I put a blue tarp over it, and that's what he's talking about in this recording. He's asking me, what's under the blue tarp? You can't always hear exactly how he's talking. Fucking guy sound like a robot, sound like some corporate goon around in his old snow machine. And he asked, what's under the blue tarp? What's under the blue tarp is a thing I got from a sex machine that I ordered, and I had to put it in a fucking lower level room before I put the top of the ice fishing shanty, the whole ice fishing shanty over it, otherwise I couldn't get it in there. And how does it work? It's a different type of a sex machine, and she has to pull her legs up, and then she has to jam this big dick into her cunt, and then she puts a seatbelt. Now her legs are pulled back. She's like a pod in a pod situation. Her legs are pulled back, and you put this seatbelt-like thing that goes over her knees, and then these little like foam things go across the top of her legs back there down near the ankles and it pulls her tight to the sex machine and then it starts pumping the shit out of her fuckle and i thought that would be a good addition i had a couple other things in there i had a a fucking walmart shopping bag in there you know like a plastic bag that walmart gives you when you're in there buying whatever shit they buy from china and it had other stuff in there a little tiny mirror bowl I had all kinds of stuff in there, some eye drops, some fucking headache powder. I had all kinds of stuff in there for situations like this that you're in when you're fucking. Now, you probably don't do any of this stuff. You've turned fucking into something else, and it's hurt you deeply. I know what fucking is. It's just a momentary fucking interaction between two people, and the game is on, and can you get her off to the point of where she's almost unconscious, as I've told you many times before. Most women I fucked end up walking bull-legged for a couple of goddamn weeks because of the pounding that I give them. Cracks, fissures, and their goddamn pelvic area, their pelvic region, because I'm all in. I'm not going to fucking sit there and like my friend did. He's dead now. Little German girl, little sweet thing, little German sweet thing, little, little German girl. She's touching her cheek and shit and trying to make a contact with her. I'm not like that. I just say... There's the hall, there's a room down there, let's go into it. And you know, they never tell me no. Now, it could be because of my goddamn looks. I'm way more attractive than you. I'm known to be attractive, and I'm only going to get more attractive as I age. And I'll become more attractive because of what's inside me, along with my exterior looks 
and I'm going to get pussy on top of pussy, endless fucking amounts, truckloads of goddamn pussy, and you can get it too. You can't go anywhere on the goddamn internet and hear something like this. I defy you to find this. Something like this. Go anywhere. I defy you. Why? Because they're busting their ass trying to make a nickel, trying to find a fucking sponsor to make them say whatever they have to say to make a fucking nickel. Six, ten people all talking and laughing. And the six or ten people they only speak for two minutes each. Well, that's not here. You got my full attention. You're in a classroom of fucking one, and you get the full attention of the proctor, and that's your correspondent, Norm Augustinus, motherfucker. If I was here right now, I'd pat the top of your head. If I was here right now, I would do that. I'd make you a warm fucking milk. I'd do anything like that, because you and I have this relationship, and you cannot find this recording anywhere in the motherfucking world. What do they do? They do their damnest to keep me fucking held back, to keep me down. And yet they tell you that free thought, free expression is fucking alive and well in America. I'm here to tell you, motherfucker. No, it's not. I'm here to tell you that the bitch runs the world. They could have fucking make $25 million a year on some particular product. If one bitch sends him an email, the goddamn thing's closed up and the shop is evicted, and no one knows who ever ran the place in the first place. Because one bitch made a complaint. One tight-ass whore made a complaint. So I'm thinking about the fucking thing, him telling me about the sex machine. Man, I pulled a blue, I put a blue tarp over it so nobody would see it. I put a blue tarp over it. I don't know if the tarp moved or someone put the tarp back. Maybe some family walked by. Maybe some 14-year-old, 17-year-old bitch walked by with her dad and she's holding on to fishing poles in a metal container of fucking minnows with water and she saw the sex machine and a massive goddamn dick on it. Maybe that happened. I don't really know. What are you putting off? It's inevitable. Dicks are on target. Dicks are coming her fucking way. And I never would have believed, motherfucker, never, if you would have told me when I was fucking younger, if you would have told me that a bitch could come into a bar, this same bitch that daddy raised, he took her to McDonald's, he got her fun fucking meal, he took her to Walmart and bought her clothes, he bought her boots, he bought her coats, he took her to some amusement park, if you would have told me that same bitch would eventually turn into the person who can go into a bar, find the biggest dick in the fucking bar, the tavern or the pub, bring that dick home, she doesn't know him, and his dick's out, it's 12, 14 inches long, and that dick is out, and she's on a bed somewhere in the dark, if you would have told me that that was going to happen, and that was what happens, you'd have told me that, and she's in the dark, and here comes this dick, and she's not afraid, I wouldn't have bloody believed it. And they're worried about my fucking sex sipping machine in the goddamn lower level of my ice fishing shanty. Well, isn't it my duty to get a bitch off? Isn't that what's expected? So what part did I violate? Moray, taboo, folkway, what fucking area did I violate? You tell me. I don't have any goddamn clue. Sex machine. He didn't like the sex machine. It's the coolest sex machine you ever saw. The chick gets him to a pod-like fucking, her body puts it into a pod-like thing. It comes with the pictures. You follow the pictures. This thing goes over her thing, over her legs, over around her waist, and it pulls her into like a pod, like she turns, I guess like an egg. She's like in an egg shape. And then it's she's clamped to the sex machine. This massive dick starts doing its fucking wonder. It's work getting that fuckhole off. 
There's all kinds of goddamn eggs in there. You know, the best thing you can do is fuck a woman. Why? Fast, hard, and fucking vigorously because it shakes up the eggs inside past that cervix. All those fucking eggs start falling off the goddamn uterus or whatever they're connected to. The cervix, uter no, the cervix is the fucking main hole. Looks like a dickhead. All those eggs start falling off. It's good, man, because one of those eggs now might catch some cum, might get some semen. Why do you think bitches are dancing and shit or in the bar? And they're dancing, that attract you, but the eggs are getting loose. The eggs are shaking on the fucking creationary tree inside her cunt past her cervix, hanging on the fallopian tubes and uterus or wherever the fuck they are. The eggs are all fucking dangling and falling. It's incredible. He was jealous. That's all I can figure. The fucking guy was jealous, the warden. Or the other people on the ice fishing on the lake were jealous. They know me there. They know me. When I come in, I come in big. I don't come in weak and fucking bent over my head down. I come on the fucking ice like I'm somebody. I'm on the ice. Here I am. I'm here to conquer. This slippery fucking surface is going to slide bitches one after another into my dick. And I'm there to conquer. The ice fishing is almost secondary. Chicks come onto the ice looking for fucking dick. The slow-moving molecules in the water that make ice become ice are vibrating her fucking below her feet. They're sending units, the, the receiving units. And those vibrations are going up into her fucking torso, vibrating her clit and shit. They're on there. They want dick. That's all this planet is. The whole fucking thing, at least in the U.S., is driven by getting some bitch off. Pleasing some damn bitch immediately. Get it to her fast. Fly her there quicker. Get her to the dick. Why? Because the eggs say so. The eggs in that pussy say so. Get me somewhere fast where there's a goddamn dick. You don't have time to waste time with regards to you with some bitch. You're some imbecile taking some chick to a movie. You're taking her to a fucking... A ice skating show, a hockey game, you're taking her a football game, a baseball game. They don't care about that, man. All they want is dick, man. They just want fucking truckloads of dick. If you could understand it, if you could swallow that, get past your conscience, you'd be fucking like crazy. You don't even need an ice fishing shanty. I can be anywhere and get pussy in five fucking minutes. If I came to your house, your chick would be sucking and fucking and licking my balls and rimming me out in no time. I can't tell you how many times, how many rim jobs I've had. Hundreds upon thousands of rim jobs. You know what a rim job is? I can't say that here. I'm not going to go into details on that. Rim jobs are kind of personal. But I've had hundreds of thousands of rim jobs. Even when I was unconscious in a hospital once, I was in there for a light surgery, I had chicks giving me rim jobs. My asshole. Honest to God. A friend of mine worked in the security office, not at that particular hospital. They were interconnected, and he had access to security tapes. And he gave me one of the tapes. He put it on this fucking, on this, this was years ago, on a DVD, and he played it. And I saw, I was literally rimmed out. Dozens of times by the fucking nurse, nursing staff on staff. I mean, you gotta take action. You gotta understand what action is, what opportunity is. You gotta understand all this stuff. A chick is mostly looking for a house and funds, a way out of working. They don't wanna work. 
They don't want to work in any fucking way. They're not getting up at 6 or 7 in the morning doing a goddamn work. They want you to support them in every possible way. Every other thing you hear, everything you saw, and everything you think is not true, man. And I know this. I know it because I've got years of fucking algorithms, years of collated material, years of periodicals that I have published on this particular topic. Now, getting back to that fucking warden, he just sounded jealous to me. Did he to you? He sounded like a jealous mate, an imbecile. Hey, mate, you a bit jealous, are you? You a bit jealous, gobsmacked by the fucking success of Norm Augustinus? That's what they are. They don't know how to handle that. They got the job. They got the job because the job is meant to draw in a bitch. Without a job, you don't get a bitch. He's got to get a job to get a bitch. Unless you're skilled like I am. I'm not kidding you. Unless you're skilled like I am. In closing, I'm going to tell you a story here that happened once. Or maybe not. Maybe I can't tell it. I don't think I can tell it. I mean, I got a lot of stories. A lot I haven't told yet. I, I don't, it has to do with a, with a fucking maxi pad and desire in a maxi pad that was taped on wrong on the woman's body. The maxi pad was actually taped onto her body. This happened years ago. It wasn't taped into her underpanties, into her fucking cum panties. It wasn't taped there. They're supposed to tape it into their cum panties. This maxi pad had extra wide adhesive strips, and it was a giant maxi pad, and it had something to do with my dick and the thrusting and the power of my dick while the maxi pad was over her fuckhole. I can't tell you the whole thing. You're going to have to figure it out. This is a kind of a show that appeals to everybody. I just can't go there. But that's the kind of dedication I have, determination I have. I've got my lower level in my fucking ice fishing shanty made of clear, transparent fucking plexiglass. I will be down there this winter while you're beating your meat, eating a fucking frozen pizza in front of your TV on your reclining chair, your flat panel screen. You'll be doing that while I'll be sucking and fucking. I'll be in my lower level plexiglass room. I'll be looking at fish. I'll be looking at pike. I'll be looking at walleye. I'll be looking at perch. I'll be looking at all kinds of fish like that as I've got my deep, deep inside, my dick deep inside her fuck hole, deep inside her brown eye. We'll be looking out the glass with our faces pushed on the plexiglass as we come. Now, how can you compare that to your life? You really can't, can you? It looks like an ordinary shanty from the outside. Look at that. Just an ordinary shanty. Norm Augustinus fishes there in his ice fishing shanty. I bet he's in there right now, sitting on a stool as a sandwich, liverwurst sandwich, maybe a beer, maybe smoking some weed, and he's got his fishing pole, his rig in his hand, and he's hoping to catch something, pull something through the hole in the ice that he fucking chopped into the hole in the ice. Got this little tiny electric auger. I used to use what they call a spud. It's a heavy steel bar, and you'd use the spud and break a hole into the ice. Just keep chipping away. They think that. Give me a couple seconds. <sighs> but I'm down on a fucking lower level oh. playing Jimi Hendrix. I'm oh. down there playing Louis Louie. Oh. I'm down there getting oh. pussy hand oh. over fucking fist 
in the uh, fucking room below my ice fishing shanty because life is not always what it appears to be, fuckstick. You've been listening to the one and only... My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We made it to Big Clock. In cyberspace, it's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up. You're looking down. You're looking to the right. You're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There are thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall. Brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above that is this chimey, bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts. The person that died on you, the ramen noodles you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, Recording. We lie you gently down. We pop the corks in your toes. And all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you can go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a million-dollar house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to. Anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second, all you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus. And instantly and almost automatically, you'll feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Roberta, 
Happy New Year. I have come up with a unique product for women that will benefit men sexually. Additionally, women who use my product will become 100 times more attractive to men. Women who use my system will be the envy of other women. Let me tell you about my product. I have invented an edible sexual aid for women that I call Log Jam. Log Jam is made using pig's knuckles, tripe, cornflakes, and freshly ground pepper. Tripe is the edible portion of a stomach lining removed from a farm animal. Pig's knuckles are the knuckles that are removed from a slaughtered pig. Cornflakes is a cereal made by Kellogg's, located in Battle Creek, Michigan. Roberta, all of these ingredients are mixed together and then ground up into a kind of thick paste that can be eaten with a spoon. Why have I created log jam? When a woman swallows four heaping tablespoons of log jam, she will become horribly constipated. Her large colon will expand up to ten times its normal size because she will not be able to shit thanks to log jam. Her bloated, ballooned-up colon will put heavy pressure onto the entire length of the woman's vaginal tract. When a man inserts his dick into the cunt of a woman that is on a diet of log jam, the woman's cunt will be as tight as a 12-year-old's pussy, thanks to my product, log jam. Everyone knows that tighter pussies equal more powerful orgasms. Of course, when the woman finally shits, her pussy will become the insanely stretched out, huge, throbbing horror it was before she ingested my amazing edible sexual aid, Log Jam. Roberta, could you send me $1.3 million so that I can get Log Jam into production at the food manufacturing plant in China? The chinks are waiting for my payment and the secret recipe for Log Jam. I would like to get Log Jam on the shelves by Christmas 2024. Please get back to me ASAP. Love, Norman. P.S. Yesterday I went to McDonald's. I didn't know your big-titted little sister worked there. When I placed my order, your big-titted little sister told me to meet her in the kids' play place. When I went into the McDonald's play place, your big-titted little sister threw me into the ball pit. The ball pit is a big square pit that contains thousands of six-inch in diameter plastic balls of all colors. While I was in the ball pit, your big-titted little sister fingered my balls and she blew me. And while she was blowing me, I fondled her sweaty breasts and squeezed her nipples while I massaged her throbbing clitoris with my fat toe. Additionally, your big-titted little sister and I gave each other rim jobs while we were submerged in the ball pit. And then we shit, and we threw our shit at people sitting in the restaurant. At some point, your big-titted little sister tried to jam her soiled panties down my throat. Before I knew what was happening, we were in the giant tube maze, and I was fucking your big-titted little sister while I was looking through one of the tube maze portholes. 
the both of us climaxed inside the tube maze at exactly the same time. Our moans of pleasure echoed throughout the tube maze and into the restaurant. Afterward, we jumped up and down on the fun place trampoline, and while your big-titted little sister bounced up and down, my enormous jism deposit fell out of her wet, undulating pussy and onto the trampoline, where it was catapulted onto faces, hamburgers, french fries, tabletops, windows, and video game screens. Attention, McDonald's customers. This is Baloney Pony, the store manager. Right now, we have on sale a rare 8mm film of Marilyn Monroe engaged in intercourse with a hulking black man. In the film, Marilyn is naked, and she is clutching onto a go-kart wheel in each of her hands. The black man has go-kart wheels attached to each of his feet. The two of them are a human go-kart connected by the black man's enormous dick sunk deep in Marilyn's pussy. The black man is hammering Marilyn from the rear as the human go-kart races down an unknown California street. We also have a dozen black and white 8x10 photographs of Penny from the 60s TV series Lost in Space. In the photographs, Penny is naked and unconscious and she is humped over the control panel of the Jupiter 2. Penny's lush asshole and tight cunt is aimed at the camera, and her massive young lost-in-space jugs are clearly visible. Make us an offer on these unusual, hard-to-find items. This is Baloney Pony, the store manager. That is all. Fuck! Ah! Uh. 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 Women are constipated three times more than men. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.